Episode 127. Thank you all for listening to episode 126, Crowns and Jewels, The Dangerous Alliance. I am Gray, here with my co-host. Cellular Bear. (laughs) (laughs) Cellular Bear. And Parrot. And Cody Bryant. And who'd you bring with you, Cody Bryant? I got uh, Cody Jr. here tonight with me. He wanted to roll a daddy. Uh, Mommy's out of town for work, so he's going to be a podcast all-star today. We gonna hear anything from him tonight? Probably not. Probably not. All right, that's all right. At least, at least. guaranteed he'll be better than Parrot already. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. Nice. Yeah, because uh, we've got uh, you know Grayson's joined the show and he's threatened to kill me on the show. So oh, nice. that was good. <laughs> yeah, Parrot remembers that. Um, <clears throat> so we'll just get right into stuff. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Hey, Cody, I know uh, Cellular Bear can't see this, but you see that dope uh, Jordan hoodie right there? That's got that sweet. from All Wear. Nice. That's a blue one. You know, I got a gray and a blue, but yeah, that's our football hoodies. And you said it's comfy? Dude, it is. Comfortable sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm excited for the over-the-line one. Next. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I can't I, wait. I ordered one for Cody. I ordered one for you. Bears already got one. I got one for uh, Stat Robbie in the lobby. Got one for the ex-father-in-law, and then uh, I think we got six of them coming. Nice. I think ex-wife's getting one, and then so you, you two, ex-wife. Uh, oh, I got one for Sean, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, because I, I think he deserves one. Yeah. So we'll give him right, one. Right. And uh, so right on to him. Thanks to <coughs> Sean at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call him, 419-704. Hold on, Parrot. Parrot shooting for you, by the way, Cellular Bear. Oh, God. <laughs> so, do you want me to rotate? Serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Ooh. No, Greenland. Look at that. Look at that. Actually had a good shot. Yeah, that's right there. Sounded good. So, uh, some, something in Greenland. We don't know. So, we're going to have to just find a city here. Oh, here we go. Here's one. Well, there is nothing in Greenland, really. Yeah, So, so serves... Uh, Coordinate, whatever the hell this is. Zoom in, it says something. Trail 6969. I wish. Trail or. Trail or Greenland. One of like. Did you say trail or? Yeah, trail or. <laughs> One of like five players. It's actually, that part of Greenland is actually green. The rest of it is ice. Oh, actually, yeah, it is green. Maybe. It's kind of ice. It looks all ice. Yeah, it's about all the same. So, thank you to Sean. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area, verizon.com. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help you with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, personal banking, credit cards. She is there to help. Thank you to Steve at Savage & Associates, who sponsored the uh, Fricker's Lunch at episode 100. And he also helps people with financial advisory, so get in touch with Steve. And speaking of episode 100, we got a proposition, and we want to see what you guys think. So we were thinking about this. We went and got the pizza tonight. By the way, JoJo's Pizza in White House, check it out. Very good pizza, half off Wednesdays. Uh, We got pepperoni and chicken like normal, and then the chicken fajita. So our proposition here that we might uh, talk to the owners about is seeing if we could 
closed down JoJo's for about four hours. So I'm thinking that July 18th, which is episode 200, from maybe 11 a.m. to about 3 p.m. and see if we could do episode 200 at JoJo's, get pizza. I got to see about the whole beer and liquor thing, what we'd have to do. But what do you guys think about that, if we can get that done? That don't sound bad. Sound like a good idea. Why not? What about you, Cellular Bear? I mean, if it works for him, I'm in. It doesn't matter to me as long as we're allowed to have alcohol. That, that's the biggest that's thing. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's number one. So that's the first question. Hey, uh, can we shut this down for four hours? Because, you know, Saturdays are not their busy day. And I'll be like, I don't care if you take orders for delivery, but I don't want people, you know, intervening in our what we got going on. Um, and uh, we'll see what she says, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, I, I had the same thoughts that she has a beer license, obviously, but liquor license, can we bring it in? Can we do this? I want them to partake. Her and her husband, they're great people. They do a great. They do a lot of great stuff for the community, and, and I think getting them involved and, and having a good time and really gets us more out there. Granted, we are in 25 countries now, which still blows me away. Um, and this is all word of mouth. So the fact that we're that deep and that far, I think Cody Bryan has helped tremendously. You know, I, I had uh, I had to hit up a few contacts overseas, you know, <laughs> former agents and uh, former teammates, you know. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, and then, uh, uh, of course, last but not least, thank you to Connell Bear at DatingTransformation.com. Parrot, are you still down on your luck? Yeah, we'll say that. All right, you're down on your luck. I know you're going to be trying to find you a new match or Bumble, or Tinder, or Hinge, or Silver Singles, or any of that to move in with you across the street. You know what you should do? You should go for Silver Singles. I bet you Connell Barrett at DatingTransformation.com can fix your profile on Silver Singles, get you a sugar mama that can move in with you across the street, and maybe she might want to live over here too, and she can be my sugar mama. I bet you it would turn into your sugar mama. I bet you're right. <laughs> hey, man, get you an old one, get written in the will. There you go. But your yours isn't old. No, no, I messed that part up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Bear, Bear, are you down on your luck with dating? No, I know I'm not. I'm never down on my luck, no matter what. <laughs> so no matter what. he does not have to use DatingTransformation.com. He's got the uh, shoe in. He's got that, that uh, bear charm, cellular bear charm, so he can just pull all the ladies. Any and old ladies on there? You, it's too bad you can't see me, too. I just I got a nice, fresh haircut this last weekend, so I'm looking pretty fabulous. Yeah, he's got that, that dark brown hair, those bright blue oh. eyes. He just pulls in all them women. There you go. That's right. So, uh, And we're going to the Red Wings game on Friday, which would be great. And, uh, Barry, this is your first time hearing it. We will not have Cody Bryant at the Red Wings game with us front row. No, nah, man, Cody will have the kids. I can't afford to take two kids to the Red Wings game. <laughs> old, old, old lady's out of town, right? That's yeah, right. yeah, she's still out of town. You man. got no sitter? You got nothing? We're coming nah, back man. that night. I got no sitter. Man. Unless you want to drive me to Sandusky. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good there. But I uh, we'll get another one. We're going up. Uh, Bear, we haven't talked about this. We might try to come up to you and be at you by 4 o'clock if that's good with you. Fuck yeah, it is. I mean, hell yeah. Cellular bear doesn't cut. My <laughs> so if we can get there, uh, get up to the game, do it early, after the end of the game, head home. You know, that's what we're talking about. I, I found out Parrot Nelson, who has a job, has to work at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, but that doesn't have to affect anything we do Friday. Work it, man. Yeah, but well, it, no, it, it affects that's, that's Bear. He's driving. Oh, Bear's driving? Yeah. He's driving from his job, but you're driving us back from there. Oh. Oh. Oh, I only got to drive up to Bear? That's not bad. 
Yeah, but that's like 17 miles up into Michigan. That's a decent amount. Uh, 25. Or 25. Yeah. That's not too bad. It's not bad. It, it isn't bad. It's just up 75. But I can get from I can get from work to Gary's Casa in 55 minutes as long as there's no two lanes closed on freaking 75 like there is today. Where you at? On, where you at on 75? By the way, I am off. Uh, well, we'll talk about this off. <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 no. I mean, where are you at right now? Did you make it back yet? Oh, so so the issue was on. Let's say uh, I was. The issue was eight miles away from where I normally exit. I just got past that about two minutes ago, so I am still technically about fifteen minutes from the state line right now. Wow, wow. man, you would have never made I, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I sat there for, I sat in traffic for a good, I mean, like I told you, I went 45, in 45 minutes I went three miles, and then it kind of wow. cleared up a little bit, but they were doing some construction for, they took two lanes down for no more than an eighth of a mile. Wow. It, and everyone had to just get over, it was brutal. So, um, let, let's jump right into some stuff here. First thing I wanted to talk about was UFC. Did anybody watch UFC 244 this past weekend or see about it, anything? Heard about it. I watched it. Did you see? Did you see Kevin Lee's knockout of Gregor Gillespie, which was his first loss? No. Amazing. Yes. Dude, amazing. One of the best knockouts you ever see. Did you see Gary? Did you see the? Because uh, you know how they show Rogan and John Anik. Oh yeah, their faces, dude. The their dude, reaction, amazing. The the dude behind him in the blue suit, his reaction was even better. I'm like, oh shit, because <laughs> I didn't see it, and then I finally saw it. I'm like, dude. He came around and then clocked him with the leg to the face. Dude, yeah. clocked him. Ow. Crazy head kick. Dude, amazing head kick. Oh. The the big thing that, that came up, and Bear, I'm going to pull you over to my mic real quick because I need to pull this up, was uh, you know we had Jorge Masvidal and beat Nate Diaz with decision, and it was actually Dr. Stoppage because of the cut above his eye. What did uh, I don't know if you guys saw it or what your thoughts are on that. So when I was watching the fight Saturday – um, watching it, it, they did a good job of, you know, keeping it contained because it didn't look that bad on TV. Right. But I saw you know, it after I, so it looked bad. At the time of watching, I was pretty upset that they stopped it. Mm-hmm. But next day, actually seeing the cut and seeing how bad it was. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, seeing the aftermath. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. And, yeah. Glad they stopped And that. then Masvidal was, like, talking. He was just eating pizza afterwards, yeah. talking yeah. about Conor McGregor. Like, he ain't shit. He doesn't want to fight me. No, he'd eat Conor McGregor a lot. Oh, that'd be great. But here's uh, – I, I wanted to read this because I found this hysterical. This is the uh, from Facebook, and I found funny. The official UFC doctor statement – I understand that fans are disappointed in the stoppage, and I understand that the fighter was willing to continue. But as a medical professional whose job it is to give an unbiased and objective assessment, it is simply clear to me that there was no way Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. So, <laughs> so I found that I found that pretty good. Um, uh, I know Stephen Thompson won. Uh, he beat uh, what Vicente? What is it, Luca or Luke? I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Up and coming kid, uh, but yeah, the Wonder Boy beat him. But back, back to the Diaz Masvidal too. I mean, I can see why they stopped it. Um, and and you're right. It, it, I think it was overall correct as a stoppage. But Nate Diaz, if that if that was in Vegas, it would have went on. Oh, Nate I Diaz, agree, hundred percent. Oh a, yeah, he's a he's an absolute badass. Um, you know, he he gets beat up like that literally every fight, and they always <laughs> yes, let him right. go. Right, he does. <laughs> 
pretty this was pretty brutal um you know and it's a little bit disappointing but at the end of the day i think the new york fighting commission that's the first time they've ever had a fight in the garden right um you know i, I probably the first time they've had a fight in new york and it's been probably since early ufc because it's been banned there forever i think it just came back like last year um but you know they, there's different fighting commissions and unfortunately they rule differently but at the end of the day, a doctor's job is to make sure someone's eye doesn't fall out of their head. And that could have happened if that fight kept going. So, and my, but, uh, the whole thing with The Rock giving him that belt, dude, that was awesome. Oh, the BMF belt. Bad motherfucker. Uh, that's right. That's, uh, yeah, and if you hear some chairs and basketball playing around, we got little Cody Bryant is uh, playing some basketball. He's training. Yeah. He's getting ready. You know, Cody we, Sr.'s got him ready to go. We train 24-7 in my house. So... Um, yeah, so the UFC, I mean, it was pretty good. The, the, I, I mean, the highlight of the night, obviously, was that knockout. It was insane. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen it, get on there, go to YouTube, check the reactions. Joe Rogan, I mean, it was unreal. And then turn around and watch it. It was really good. Uh, and check it out. We got nothing from Justin on the Twitter. Um, go to MLB. Did you guys – so you're, I'm going to talk about the Halloween thing after, but – Washington Nationals are your champions. Yep. It yep. was a great yep. comeback, great win. Um, wrong on that one. Unfortunately, Bear did not get his victory in 6.9, so he is still without a title here at the podcast. Uh, still Brandon with two, me with seven. Bear, that was the best shot Bear had. Took it to seven games. They had their opportunity, but they lost. Um, Dude, uh, let me uh, just throw one thing in on that. Um, I'm not taking anything away from the Nationals at all because they are one of the most resilient teams I've literally ever seen, I think, in a World Series. Absolutely. But dear God, Houston choked. Like, multiple <laughs> times. That Game 7, what pissed me off the most was that they took out Granke at, like, 72 pitches. Didn't put in um, Garrett Cole. Gave up, he gave up the home run, <laughs> gave up the single, and then they took him out. Right. And, I mean, you paid this dude a whole bunch of money to do this, be in this spot, and then you pulled him, and then you gave up a two-run homer to Howie Kendrick right after that. Um, and unfortunately, those went to Granky, but it was just terrible managing on Hinch's part. He should have left Granky in. I think he probably—I mean, Granky's one of the best ground ball pitchers in the game. Right. Probably would have got double play, get out of the inning, go to Cole in the eighth, and go to Azuna in the ninth. You win the World Series two to one, most likely. But Hinch is just a terrible manager, so it is what it is. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I—I I don't know. Baseball is. Baseball is funny like that. You can put in – there's so many different variables and different ways that you can do things and end up with either the same result or a different result. I mean, who thinks – who's seen Howie Kendrick, who's still in the league, you right. know, hitting a two-run homer? Like, who sees that coming? And, and I can't remember, you know, the, the stat I saw was they were – 12 or 19 and 31 at one point. There were 12 games, the Nationals, 12 games under 500. And they ended up finishing, I think, like 73 and 28. And they had the most runs without the home run. Uh, so they were a resilient team. They were really good. And I was happy to, you know, see them win just because they'd never won it before. And what made me happiest is Bryce Harper is not there. So he does not get a ring, and that is the best part of everything. I don't know what you all think, but I, I think mean, it's fantastic. I mean, he did hold up his end of the bargain. He did say there was going to be a championship coming back to D.C. And he was right. Right, right. Good man. He wins. So, uh, and then the other thing, I don't know if you saw on Halloween, we had uh, Freddie Freeman was out trick-or-treating with that. his family, and he sees a kid. He's like, are you dressed up as me? And he's like, yeah. And 
So he just like, you want to take a picture? Yeah. And just takes a picture with the uh, the fans. So Hell, he should have been cool. dressed up as a damn hitter for Halloween instead of freaking Freddie Freeman. Right, right. The uh, um, So moving on to NASCAR, I don't know if you guys saw, because maybe Bear did, but Roger Penske bought Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It was owned by the Holman family for 74 years, and they sold it to Roger Penske. I think most of us know who Roger Penske is. He owns the team that has Kozlowski Logano. Um, it was pretty pretty interesting to see. Another good guy. I mean, he has Mich- he has MIS Michigan International Speedway. So add that to the uh, the agenda and ownership of what he has ownership of. What are your thoughts, uh, Bear? Dude, that's I saw that. That was crazy. I didn't realize the same uh, family. I guess you could say owned that for seventy four years. Um, but that doesn't surprise me. Dude's got a lot of money and. Uh, Hopefully he keeps the track the way it has been. I don't think really many changes need to be made. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll really do that. But, you know, it's, it's Roger Penske. It's a big name. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that he did something like that. Right. And um, so that I found that very interesting. And we'll just keep this moving right along. And I, I got to pull up. So, Barry, I got to pull you because we're calling you from my phone. I got to pull the actual items of interest of who Brandon has or who he's taking for all this stuff. I know he gave us his picks and he has Ryan Blaney is his driver this week. This is Phoenix, right? There's two races. Right. Sorry. um, When I get home, I'll be able to pull my laptop up and then I'll be able to see where I'm at. So I'm going blind off this. So they're in Phoenix and Miami. It's a championship. So we got one more race till the final four. So do you know who is who has the potential to be in the final four? And there's already people in there right now. Uh, yeah, Harvick is in there. Truex is in there because they both won. And right now in the standings, if anybody else wins, it's in the playoff. They're in. And Denny Hamlin is ahead of Kyle Busch by I think seven points or eight points, and then Kyle's ahead of Joey Logano by three. So if one of the guys behind them wins, they're in. And the whoever's at the top and points behind that is in after them. Yeah, it's going to be a good one then. Very interesting. I think it is on NBC actually on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, not on the NBC Sports Network or whatever. Right. I think you are absolutely correct. But um, and Brandon took Blaney, huh? He did. How far back am I right now? You are sixty. Three points behind. 63 points behind. Oh, Jesus. And I am uh, 89. So I am out. We both picked Harvick last week, right? We did. Uh, I just wanted to brag on that for a second. Yep, we uh, got the win. Uh, yeah, I think that's my first one all year. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> both, I figured you already had one, but damn. Um,. Okay. Uh, do I have have I picked Truex? You have, but that while you're talking to Truex, he is my driver this week. Okay, because I have I know I have Kyle left, and well, let me read down to more. you. Let me read who you've taken in the playoffs: Jimmy Johnson, okay. Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. So a good pick here could be a Joey Logano, or no, you already took Joey Logano. My bad. I um, took Logano. Yep. Uh, you know, you've got, uh, you've taken Chase, you've taken Harvick, you got Kyle still. Uh, let me scroll over here and see what you've got. You've got like Boyer, you've got some of those guys. Um, you know, your Boyers of the world is still available. 
Um, you, you, said I, you said I did take Chase. Yes, you did. You got Kyle Larson's available. I can tell you, give me a second. I'll pull up who's in it in the playoffs, too. We'll go to NAS, NASCOR.com. Get the, up, get the updated standings for you. And um, So we've got Truex, Harvick. If the playoffs were today, it would be Truex, Harvick, Kyle Busch, Joy Logano. So actually, in the playoff bubble, Denny Hamlin is 20 points behind Joy Logano. But if he won, uh, Logano and Kyle Busch are only two points apart. So it's whoever finishes ahead with those two. So it's probably going to be, it can be Blaney is available to win. Larson needs a win. Uh, Hamlin needs a win. So you took Hamlin. You haven't taken Blaney, but you got to catch Brandon. So Larson's probably your best bet here because you took Chase. I think so, and I was going to go Kyle in the last race, but... I'm, if I remember correctly, Kyle does pretty damn good at Phoenix. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle this week. Kyle Bush. All right. Yep. Brandon, Brandon already took him, so I'm, I'm good. So next week I can... Well, you know I'll, he's taking Chase. What was that? You know he's going to take Chase Elliott on the last week. Yeah, and that's why I already took him. And he already took Kyle, so I'm good with Kyle this week. And if he's got Blaney, this is a time... You know, Blaney gets crazy and, and wrecks out. Um, you know, maybe Kyle pulls one out here. Because Kyle, I mean, he doesn't have to win, but he's not ahead by much. He's got to finish well in this race. And Kyle's won the last two races here. So he yeah, won in the spring, and he won last November. So Kyle does probably want to win this race. Harvick's won here. Logano's won here. Truex has never won here. Harvick dominates this track, honestly. He won four in a row at one point. Um, 13, 14, 14, 15. Junior won it, then Harvick again, Logano, Newman, Kenseth, Harvick, Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch. So uh, Kyle's a good pick, and he, does, he, he doesn't necessarily need a win, but he needs to finish well to go into the playoff. So we'll see what happens. We've got little Cody Bryant walking through the house, walking through the crib. He's got a pant leg up, <laughs> looking like a G. We got that. You, you said I'm 63 back, right? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, God, yeah, so I need, yeah. We need some hoping, man. We need a Ryan Blaney crash and a Kyle Busch there, and then Brandon still has to pick, so he'll probably pick Chase Elliott, and then you've got uh, you've got you got to make a choice. And you're not here next week either, are you? No, I am here next week. You're here next I, week. It's the two weeks after that you're not, right? That is correct. Yes. Okay, so he'll be here next week. We'll have Bear back. Uh, bear back. <laughs> yes, the twenty the twentieth. I definitely won't be, unfortunately. The 27th, I probably will be, though, because I'll be traveling back. Um, so okay. we'll, we'll, whether, whether we have to push it back a little bit or maybe move it up I a think little we'll bit, be just fine. depending on my travel schedule. I think we'll be fine. So let's let's talk about some hockey. Um, the Boston Bruins are ahead in the Atlantic. We're going to see them on Friday against the Red Wings. They're 11-2-2 right now. Uh, the Sabres are behind them, 9-4-2. Then the Maple Leafs, 8-5-3. And Florida Panthers, 7-3-4. Go out to the Metro. We got the Capitals, eleven two and three. Islanders eleven and three. The Hurricanes nine and five. Penguins eight six and one. Out to the Western Conference, the St. Louis Blues ten three and three. Nashville Predators nine four and two. Colorado eight five and two. Winnipeg eight seven and one. And then out in the Pacific, Edmonton ten four and two. Vancouver nine three and three. Arizona nine four and two. And Vegas nine five and two. So we still got a lot of time. Hockey's just getting going. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens as they continue to move on. So, just a quick, quick one on that. The Red Go ahead. Wings are dead last in the NHL right now, by the way. The Red, um, the Red Wings are? Yes, dead last. 
and uh, I would not be surprised. One, they're going to get their asses handed to them on Friday night. Um, two, they there's a good chance that Blashill, and I'm making this prediction right now, that their coach, Jeff Blashill, will get fired before the All-Star break this year. I like it. That's my prediction on that. All right, let's go to the NBA. Uh, first off, before we get into records, what do you guys think of LeBron three day, three games in a row with the triple-double? I want to hear from the Lakers fan, Cody Bryant. What do you got? What do you think of LeBron getting those three triple-doubles? You know, it's a good thing. I mean, it's nice to see. This is the first time anybody's had three triple-doubles in a row in about 22 years, I think, for the Lakers. Um well, magic was the last one, probably. I right? think, yeah. Okay. Yep. If it was twenty-two years, I would say it had to be magic. <clears throat> but uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's taking this season personal, which is fine. But it's kind of I, I don't know. He's kind of like that girl. He's like the pretty girl that fishes for compliments, you know? Because he, you know, they they said something about it on Lakers Twitter, and then he replied uh, something like was it like hashtag like washed king. Or something like that. And it's kind of like, dude, nobody said you were washed. Like, how do you go from the best player in the league or in the world to washed up in two seasons? Right. You know, that nobody said. Where did you hear something like this at? And and my favorite thing, I don't know if you guys saw at the Lakers game last week, they were all chanting Taco Tuesday. Yeah. And he's yeah. on the bench just dancing with it, Taco Tuesday. Um, but they do have the best record in basketball. Granted, it's only seven games. It was in for ten, them. Yeah, I would say it's seven games. Six yeah. and one. Um, they've won six in a row after they lost their first one to the Clippers. Um, also, the 76ers and Celtics are both five and one. Uh, Celtics, same thing. They've lost or they've won five in a row since they lost that first one. Um, Sixers just lost. Uh, the Heat are five and two. Bucks are five and two. Raptors four and two. Hornets four and three, uh, Hawks three and three. My surprise team, the Hawks three and three, and uh, the Pacers three and four. So they're all it's still early, still close. And then out west, five uh, six and one for the Lakers, five and two for Denver, five and two for Phoenix, five and two for the Clippers, four and two for Dallas, four and two for Minnesota, four and three for Houston, and four and three for the Utah Jazz. So I just sent a message to our friend uh, Stat Jeremy. And Stat Jeremy is going to be with us in about 10 minutes, so we will just continue this on. Like hey, this. quick one. Quick Go ahead. One just NBA too. Uh, I want to talk to Cody about that and bring it up. AD, 40 and 20 in three quarters? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I know it, man. But... Oh, yeah, because you weren't here last week, were you? No, I wasn't here last week. Yeah, we talked about that a little. That was that was fire, man. I would say hopefully he can keep it up. I mean, he's injury prone, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Between him and LeBron being 50 years old, <laughs> you know, they, they got to – we'll see what happens. If they can stay healthy, maybe, but, you know, they can't play 38 minutes a game all season. You know, also, you're gonna that's get another note, too, I wanted to bring up. And, Gary, you can answer, too, but this is more for Cody as well. I guess a parrot, too. Steph, broken hand, three months, he's out. Golden State, two and five. I mean. I did not hear that. I yeah. didn't know he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah, he broke his out. hand. He broke a bone in his hand. And uh, he'll be out for, yeah, like you said, three months. And uh, Yeah, three months is what they're saying. And, I the mean, tank is on. With Curry, they weren't great. No, no, they, they had a long way to go. I mean. As much as Steph Curry, as great of a player he is, he still needs Klay Thompson. I mean, Klay Thompson is arguably 
uh, outside of when they had Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson was pretty much the only guy that could probably get his own shot on and that he team. And he doesn't come back till what? February he, or something too, I think? Yeah, if he comes back. he They probably won't bring him back, though, at this point. I mean, why bring him back when, you know, everybody's going to be out? I, I don't blame you there. That's true. You know, that's the, they'll probably take load management to a whole other level. Yeah, it's, it's pretty gnarly there in uh, Golden State. I don't think their new home's treating them well either from what I've seen. So They just right. got their first win last night, I think, there. Did they? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. I think they're playing. Who are they playing tonight? I think they're playing like Houston or something, aren't they? Um, let me see. I believe they are, but let me let me double I thought check. I saw that, but that could be tomorrow night too. I can't remember. Yeah, no, they're playing Houston uh, live right now, and my son's uh, trying to pop bottles right now. <laughs> he is, man. It's fun to watch him. He hasn't said a word yet. I said when he first walked in, and, and Cody had him on the ground. Uh, he walks, turns right around to Cody. I'm like, I know, a scary white guy. You got to turn around and walk away. So, <laughs> you go, Cody, find it funny. Now he's cracking up again. He can't even contain it. <laughs> Stranger danger. Stranger danger. <laughs> scary white dude. <laughs> Get out of here. So, um, no, it was, uh, the, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, two and five now, they've been getting blown out too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, I don't know if they make the playoffs with him out three months. No, they're I not making they the worst. They had the worst defense in the uh, NBA, I thought. They were giving up like 135 a game or some crazy yeah, it was shit like something that. something crazy. So um, let's just keep this truck rolling. So let's go on to college. What do you guys think? Florida State, Bob Stoops, pretty much a done deal. Uh, it's bad for our Dallas Renegades, Bear. But, um, you know, it's good for Bob Stoops to Florida State. I wish he would stay in the XFL and coach the Dallas Renegades with his Oklahoma boys. But uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a little bit disappointing for the XFL as well. No doubt about it. That's got to hurt Vince a little bit. I don't blame Stoop for going to Florida State. He's going to be making more money there. Um, I think that uh, Taggart was, uh, he never should have gotten hired there. He was a terrible coach. Pretty much just took the money and ran. Uh, didn't do anything recruiting-wise. Stoops will. He's going to bring people in there. But Florida State has become a joke of a program over the last five years. Um, so you know they gotta they gotta get a lot of respect back. But yeah, but I don't can, think they really wanted him at Florida State either, though. I mean the yeah. the AD that hired him isn't even there anymore. And I uh, Taggart, I mean, if you look at his kind of if you look at his resume, a lot of the programs that he ran, they didn't really get good until you know the third or fourth year, and he's only been there two seasons. So really, he hasn't even had a chance to you know, get a actual recruiting class in there. And Jimbo didn't really, you know, leave him. He didn't necessarily leave the cupboards full either. I mean, you can't necessarily trust a guy that wants to be called Jimbo. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, you know, he kind of left him. He, he kind of left him with, you know, shit. And he had to try to, you know, he had to try to turn uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. And, you know, <laughs> when you get beat by Miami the way they did at home, you know, when you're not wanted there to begin with, and they had – there's a new AD there. And, you know, a new ADs, kind of like new general managers or, or owners or anything, they want to make kind of a name for themselves and kind of establish themselves. So it, it was kind of a perfect storm, you know. So he's just yeah, – it's true. 
I, I give you that. I'm sure he'll land as a coordinator somewhere and work his way back in or go to a lower school and be head coach there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, the thing is, is that Florida State, like I said, you get a big name of Bob Stoops, recruits are going to come back. But if Bob comes there, that means brother Mike's probably coming there. And Mike Stoops is literally one of the worst defensive coordinators right. maybe ever. Yeah. So that would not be good. So if they stay away from that, then they'll, they should be okay. But he brings, uh, his, he brings his brother with him. It might not be too great. Right. What do you guys think about, um, you know, now that you have big names out there and potentially going somewhere, and, you know, now the rumors are running rampant about Urban Meyer and USC and and even Notre Dame, even though we know that somebody's already there and doing a decent job and Brian Kelly. But what do you guys think about that, Bear? Um, I just I just can't see it. I know a lot of people are talking about it, and I know that Urban wants to coach. But, I mean, the dude is, like, assistant AD at Ohio State. He's got a cozy desk job being able to talk football on Fox. He doesn't have to go out and recruit. He doesn't have to go into high schools all around the country trying to get kids. He doesn't have to stress on game day of having a top, you know, having a top ten program, one of the being one of the best coaches ever. I think he stays. I, I think that he he likes what he's doing. I think that he's probably. I mean, he's probably not making as much money, but he's still probably making some pretty darn good money doing that. Right. Why not just be on Fox? Why not just commentate? Be stress free. Be just an assistant AD or something at Ohio State. And just be content with life and. Do it every, and that's the thing. Though, is everyone's got that itch, right? They, those guys who coach that high level or play it, everybody has an itch. Yeah. So I don't. I wouldn't blame him if he went somewhere. I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think if if he can't go anywhere and just uh, you know hit the ground running and just kind of pick up where they left off before he got there, he's not get he's not going to be caught dead anywhere in college football right now. Right. And Para, what do you think? Well, I just don't think that his head can handle it. I don't think his, you know, I I don't say, yeah, think that his heart and his head might uh, head, give out on I don't think he can handle it. I don't think he can take that stress of coaching anymore. I, and I think he knows that. And I think I think I agree with Bear. I think he needs to just stay with Fox, stay at and Ohio will, State as assistant. He will be know? back at Ohio State in two weeks for the Penn State game. Yes. Uh, when they play on Fox, because it'll be Fox. So he will be there. He's excited to go back. And I agree with you all that his head and heart can't handle that. Yeah, There's right. no way. I think he ended his career where he wanted to end it and stick it there. I mean, you never know. Someday he could be AD. We, we don't know. That's that's a job to look for. But let's get into uh, – so now we've got our NASCAR picks in. Um, we want to get back over to college football. Had some interesting games. Uh, I know I finished with a – Two-game better record than everybody else. Thank you to the uh, Georgia Southern <laughs> beating Appalachian State. I took them, and they beat them last year, and I didn't think they'd beat them this year, but they beat them. And so Appalachian State's 18-2 and in their last 20. Both losses are to Georgia Southern. So Georgia Southern just ran it down their throat. And uh, I, it, it, I don't want to say I was surprised. I mean, I took them in the points, but 16-and-a-half was a lot. And so last week... Uh, we had some – that was – my only loss was Florida. We all lost on Florida except Brandon took Georgia, and it was a one-point swing because we had Florida plus six, and they lost by seven. Um, the You other guys all had varying things. You were all, all four of you were four and three. So Bear lost on Clemson and uh, Florida, Florida and Appalachian State. Brandon lost on Clemson, Appalachian State, and Maryland. Um, like I said, I lost on Florida – Parrot lost on Clemson, Florida, and Appalachian State, so same as Bear. And then Cody Bryant lost on Florida, Maryland, and App State. 
You and I, uh, Cody, were the only two that took Wofford. So, <laughs> in 47 and a half, I think they lost by like 45, 42, yeah, so scored. it was close. So. Yeah, they scored, they scored a late touchdown for a backdoor cover to make it 56, or 59-14. Right. Yeah, they so scraped 45. So, this week, we got a lot of games, big games. Uh, before I get into that... What do you what do you guys think? And, and Bear, we'll start with you. Uh, Ohio State being number one in the first playoff rankings. Uh, it doesn't surprise me because I think that they they're very close with LSU. If it was me, I would have my top four would have been LSU, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. I'm more shocked to see Penn State at four than Ohio State at one. Um, I know that Clemson has legitimately not played anybody all year. Right. Um, and Penn State won in Iowa and beat Michigan. But that's it. That's all they've done, too. Um, right. Like I said, both good te- you know, both good teams. Uh, I'll give them that. Clem- Clemson, I think, um, what, what they beat Texas A&M earlier in the year by 17. They barely beat North Carolina at North Carolina. Um, they blew out Syracuse, who was supposed to be good, but lost the week before, So, and they've done nothing since. So they don't really have a body of work, and I think they don't play anyone ranked except maybe Wake Forest coming up, and that's it. Right. So they're going to cakewalk as an undefeated. Um, obviously, Penn State has to play Ohio State, so someone's losing there. And then LSU-Bama um, this LSU, week. Right? Uh, yeah, LSU and Alabama are playing, so someone's losing there. So Clemson's going to get in. Um you know, so them being at five, there's no reason to be discouraged. I'm surprised that Ohio State wasn't three just so they could keep the one-two matchup for this weekend. That's what I thought, uh-huh. too. I thought the same thing. I thought it was going to be LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. And I, and I hate being number one because there's a bullseye on your back right. all the time. Exactly. And I agree with you there. And so what kind of – do you think – and I, I want everybody's thoughts on uh, the rankings um, – but I want to ask you, Bear, do you think that if LSU goes into Alabama this week and say, let's say they lose by one, do you think they're still ahead of Clemson? Uh, yes, I do. I think, I think, and this is, I think if LSU beats Alabama this weekend, especially if two, or I'm sorry, let, let's put it this way, loses to Alabama this weekend, um, whether two plays or not, LSU will still be they'll still be up there. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I think they dropped. They'll probably be like six, but they won't drop past Georgia. No way. I don't see that. You know, they'll be. You know, you'll have to have Alabama to Clemson at three, or I'm sorry, Penn State at three. Pending Penn State beats Minnesota, by the way, this weekend. Um, you know, Penn State at three, Clemson at four, LSU at five, Georgia at six. Depending, obviously, what goes on there. If LSU beats Alabama this weekend without Tua, they're going to have an excuse, like typical Bama. And if they beat them with Tua, I think Alabama, I, I think it's going to be tough for them to get in the playoff. I really do. Uh, don't uh, Cody's worried about his kid taking drinks and making noise. I'm like, man, we're, we don't care. We had crickets. <laughs> we had birds and planes when we were out in the garage. No one cares. We, we like it. it all. No, so um, – Parrot, what do you think? Uh, should Ohio State be one? And what do you think about LSU? Do you think they drop out if they lose this week close? I don't think Ohio State should have been one. Like Bear said, I think they're really close. I think LSU should have been one. <laughs> no, we're watching the kid. He just um, went around a corner. 
LSU should have been one. I think I would have put Ohio State at two, Alabama at three, and Clemson at four. And if LSU loses, I don't see them dropping out of the top six either. Like, I don't – losing to a top four team like that, especially being Bama, I don't think that happens. But like Bear said, if Bama loses to LSU – I think that they are out of playoff contention as it is unless some major drastic stuff happens. But No, we're good there. Cody, what do you think? I'm okay with Ohio State being number one. I mean, you guys might not necessarily care for it, but, I mean, like right now, you can, you can say Ohio State or LSU, you know, one or two. You can go either way with, one, with those guys. My biggest thing is – what the hell is Penn State doing in there? I mean, we do this thing every year about how Iowa is supposedly this, you know, upstanding program and this and that, when really they're just the New York Giants of college football. Like, it's a mediocre, middle-of-the-road program that, you know, Kirk Ferentz has been there, I don't know, he's been there probably since they started the program. And I think they were probably ranked a little bit higher earlier in the season. But even still, I mean, a win over Iowa shouldn't get you, you know, that high, you know, that many, uh, that much credit um, until a win. I mean, my top four, honestly, would be LSU, Ohio State, uh, one or two either way, um, Alabama and Clemson, and then uh, probably Georgia at five and Florida at six. I just, I don't know. No, I, I, I can't have Florida that high with two losses. No way. You wouldn't have Florida that high? No, no not with two losses. Okay. Um, so. Not right now, at least. Yeah. You know, I, the I, chips fall, Florida wins out. Their two losses are good. You know, it's Auburn and it's LSU, but not night now. <laughs> no, but I mean, Auburn, they, got, they lost to LSU. And then you got Oklahoma, which I think is ranked higher. And they lost to uh, Barry. You kind of you kind of pissed my son off. Man. He's moving furniture right now. <laughs> Little Cody, what's up, buddy? I think if he was strong enough, he'd throw the chair at me. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, Florida. That game, the Florida Georgia game, that was a close game. And you know, you got Oklahoma. They lost to Kansas State. Right. You know, so I mean, right now. I mean, you can't. I don't really see outside of maybe Utah. I don't really see who you could put, you know, higher than Florida right now. Because Oregon, they struggled against USC. They won. They won, but I mean, that game was. That game was at USC. Yeah, it was at yeah. USC. So well, I mean, they struggled. They struggled in the first half. Yeah, they struggled. So I love. I had to go through, and I had Cody talk for a while because I had to type in all of Brandon's picks, and of course, he didn't make it easy. Um, so I had to put you know the points in and what happens, but um, yeah, we got the kid. He's throwing bottles. He's pissed. Yeah, he, he's, he's he does living. not like this. So let's get into the picks. Um, I'm gonna talk. Uh, so I'm just gonna read these now and then go back. So Brandon, the first game is LSU at Alabama. He's got LSU winning by three, and then I'm gonna just real quickly say Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's a Penn State's a six and a half point favorite against Minnesota at Minnesota. But he's got Minnesota winning by two. So just wanted to say that real quick because he, he put his victories in there so I can set the phone down by uh, the mic so Bear can talk. 
Um, so first game, Bear, you start us off. We got LSU plus six and a half at Alabama. Yeah, uh, LSU. LSU. LSU is going to win this game. I completely agree. I think they win it as well. With two or not, I totally agree. So, Parrot? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, LSU as well. Plus six and a half? Yep. Okay. I'm going Bama. To win by more than six and a half? No. Uh, I'm going to take Bama to win, but uh, it'll be a close game. Probably, I'd say, uh, probably three and a half, four points. LSU and the points. All right, I like it. Next game, because uh, one and now this this will be the last week that we do AP rankings. Now we're going to college rankings or the college playoff rankings. I already had this done Sunday, so we're going to go to college playoff rankings after this week. But right now, this is still set up at AP. So one and two play each other. Ohio State's third in the AP, so we have them versus Maryland. So they're home, forty-four point favorite for Ohio State. Brandon took Maryland. Bear. And you got to think, they're playing Rutgers next week. Who knows what that spread's going to be. Um, 69. <laughs> it might hope. be. This is a tough one, man. 44 is a lot. Um, I, I'm i going to take Ohio State. I'm going to say ooh, 59 to 7. And and I like that pick. Um, you know, Ohio State won by, what, 38 nothing against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's only loss, first off. And Ohio State this year, people don't realize, are 7-1 and one against the spread. So, give me Ohio State. I, I like your score, 59-7, to seven, but I'm going to make it better for you, Bear. 69 to nothing. All right. I like that. Parrot? You know, that, that stat persuaded my decision to Ohio State. Okay. So I'm The 7-1 and one stat against yep, the spread? Gonna, I think they're the best against yeah, the spread this year. I mean, Ohio, I mean, Ohio State's look obviously really good all year. I, th- I think The only one they good. didn't cover? Can you guess the game they didn't cover? I'd say probably Northwestern. Mm-mm, they covered that. Yeah, they definitely one covered one that. Of early, one of the early One of the other games. Florida Atlantic. Oh, Florida Atlantic. They did not cover that game. Yeah, it was by like two. Right. And, uh, okay, so Cody Bryant. All right, what's the spread again? 44. Ohio State's favorite, of course. All right, <laughs> I'm, going through, I'm going through their scores right now through this season, and they play Maryland at home, and the spread is 44. Four. Yep. Oh, yeah, dude, they're, they're, that's going to be a 50-point game. All right, we'll take it. Next game, Clemson. Minus 32 at NC State. Uh, Brandon, oh, by the way, Brandon took Maryland, shock. And uh, he took NC State in the points. Bear? What was the points on that one, sorry? 32. Ugh. 32 is a lot. Um, I I think, though, that honestly, I think Clemson's going to be pissed. I think they're going to be really mad that they were fifth. So I think that they, uh, I think they roll over NC State at NC State. Historically, they've struggled there, but I'm gonna say that they roll over them because they're not happy that they're fifth and not inside the top. They should not be looking forward to Wake Forest next week. I think is when they play them. Yeah, and, so. and NC State just lost to Wake Forest by 34. So yeah, Ooh. I'm taking Clemson. Uh, I'll go. Cle- yeah, Clemson by 35. Yeah, I, I and I like that. I was thinking the same thing, Bear. I like that pick. Clemson. You said, you said the spread's 38? 32. Oh, 32? Yep. Uh, Clemson by 40. All right. Next, we've got Penn State, six-and-a-half-point favorite at Minnesota. We haven't really seen how Minnesota can do. Uh, Brandon took Penn State in the six-and-a-half 
points. Or no, he didn't. He took – didn't he take Minnesota to win? Yeah, he took Minnesota to win. My bad. So he's got Minnesota outright. I think I think Penn State wins, um, but I don't think it's by six. Okay. I think it's, I think it's a field goal or something like that. So I'm going to go Minnesota on the points. Bear? Yeah. I mean, this is – this is Minnesota. They they really haven't played anybody all year, so they got to show up. Penn State is a good team. Um, six and a half, though. That's a, I hate that number so much. Um, I, I think P.J. Flex going to have them ready. I think that they still lose, but I think it's like last-second field goal, so I'm taking the points here with Minnesota. But I think Penn State beats them by three. Um, Minnesota this year, as we know, they are undefeated, so – they be who are you taking first off, Cody Bryant? I'm taking uh, Minnesota in the points. And then what's the spread? Was it six and a half? Six and a half. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm taking uh, I'm taking Minnesota six and a half. Man. I'm going the other way because Wisconsin pissed me off by losing to Illinois that kind of fucked Ohio State, but. Um, I think that Penn State wins this outright. I want them. I think they win by two touchdowns, honestly. I mean, you look, Minnesota's played a lot differently now than they have earlier in the season. Earlier in the season, they won by seven against San Diego State, three at Fresno State, three at home to Georgia Southern, you know. And uh, But since then, I mean, they beat Purdue by seven at Purdue. They won by 23 against Illinois at home. They beat Nebraska by uh, 27 at home. They went to Rutgers and blew them out. They beat... Maryland at home by 42. This is their first test, and three of their next four games are against ranked opponents. They're home to Penn State at Iowa, so I think you chalk that as a loss. I see them losing three of their next four, but I think Wisconsin's going to be a tough game at the, to end on the season, so I think they're losing two, of the, two or three of their next four. I think they beat Northwestern, so give me Penn State by 10 or more. Okay. All right. All right. Next game, Georgia at home to Missouri, 14 and a half. Bear? Georgia should beat them quite handily. Uh, Missouri was doing well in the beginning of the year, but has struggled um, since then. And Georgia does have one of the best defenses in NCAA. So I'm going to go Georgia by, let's say, 24. Okay. Parrot? Yeah, I like Georgia as well. Uh, Cody? Yeah, I got Georgia by 21. Okay. All right. Uh, next game, we've got Oklahoma at home to Iowa State, 13 and a half. Brandon took Iowa State in the points. Really? Which, no way. Give me Oklahoma. Right. What's the spread? Oklahoma. You said Oklahoma's at home, right? Correct. Oh, yeah. Give me Oklahoma. Oklahoma. These teams, these teams have these teams have to start showing up now. Now they know where they're at. Now they, they just lost to Kansas they State. They at. have to they win. Know, they understand that they have to blow teams out to keep looking good. So, yeah, give me a home all day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you got to go change some diapers? Yeah, man, we got to change the diapers. Well, here, let What's me get the spread. It's uh, 13 and a half. Oklahoma, Iowa State? Yep. Uh, Oklahoma, 25. 25. All right. We'll, we'll see you back soon, Cody Bryant. He's going to go change some diapers. Is it your diaper? Man, how much fucking noise are you going to make over there? Come on. All right, little Cody, you can take him wherever you got to. And it, you can change the diaper, and you can wrap it up, of course. And then there's a next, next to the sink, there's a nice one that opens and shuts. 
Yeah, I, I, I could smell it too, man. I got to bury this, man. This is like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. We've got Florida at home to Vanderbilt, 28. Florida's going to be pissed. Um, yeah. I think, though, that, I mean, they're, it's probably going to be 28 on the dot, but every time I've done this, take the tie. Yeah, I'm going over. So give me Florida here by what? I say it's going to be a tie, but I'll say they went by 29. Yeah, and LSU beat them earlier in the year by 28 on the nose. Uh, it was at Vandy, though. Um, they got beat up on the road against Mississippi. They got beat up at home by 24 to UNLV. I'm with you. Give me uh, Florida. They're going to they're gonna run all over them. Yeah, I agree with Bear on that as well. They're going to be pissed off from last week losing. I think they come out and have a solid game. I agree. All right, Michigan State is an 11.5-point favorite against Illinois. Brandon took Michigan State. By the way, he took Florida as well. I'm sorry, what was the spread on that? My apologies. Oh, no, you're fine, 11.5. Oh. Yeah, give me, oh, give me State. I know, it's a, it's a sick-looking game. I'm going to go uh, against State on this one. Yeah. Oh. I know it's tough. I mean, Illinois did beat Wisconsin. They were at home, though. Um, they lost at home to Michigan by 17. Um, they lost by four to Nebraska at home. They lost to Eastern Michigan by three at home. So that's yeah, a tough one, man. Depends what which Michigan State shows up. Yeah, it really does. I mean, Illinois has been quite resilient as well, so that, this is really tough. But I think I think Michigan State should they should take care of business. And you took Illinois, Parrot. Yes, sir. All right. So next game, Notre Dame at Duke, seven points favorite. And Brandon took Notre Dame. Notre Dame at Duke. I'm going to go Duke with the points on this because Notre Dame isn't that good. They're not. Either is Duke, though, so I'm, I'm going Notre Dame. They'll beat him by 17. Yeah, Duke lost to Pitt by three, got smoked by Virginia um, on the road. Lost at North Carolina by three. They got blown out by Alabama. I hear Cody making noise in the other room. Man, what are you doing in there? <laughs> so, Notre Dame, you're taking Duke? Yes, ma'am. I'm taking Notre Dame. You're taking Duke. All right, last game, Baylor at TCU. Baylor is a one-point favorite. Undefeated Baylor, by the way. Yeah, I think they keep that rolling. I, I'm going to go Baylor here. I think that they will beat TCU. Um, that's very. This is the surprise team of uh, of the year, maybe besides Minnesota. But yeah, Baylor's beaten some half decent Big Twelve opponents at least. So yeah, give me Baylor here. Yeah, they they beat uh, Texas Tech by three. They beat Kansas State at Kansas State by nineteen. Beat Iowa State by two. Um, beat Rice doesn't really matter. Oklahoma State they beat by eighteen. They beat West Virginia by three. They're at TCU. Uh, they they play. Decent on the road. They, I agree with you. They are a surprise team here that you've got to look out for. And TCU is coming off that win against, uh, they beat what, Texas? Yep. They beat. Uh, they lost Oklahoma State by 7, but they beat Texas by 10. And TCU is at home. They lost to Kansas State by 7 at home. They blew out Kansas. Um, they lost at home to SMU by 3. So this is kind of a hit-or-miss game, but I'm going to have to I, – I went back and forth on this. I wouldn't be surprised if TCU won, but I'm going to take Baylor as well. Parrot? Uh, I'm going to go TCU on this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go opposite of you guys. 
just uh, change it up. We'll see what happens with that. All right, Cody Bryant, you're back. What you doing what carrying a diaper in my damn room? Look here, man. I told you, I got to bury this. You got to bury it? Where are you burying it? Yeah. Down in Florida, man. Like in uh, Goodfellas, you know, and they killed... Uh, oh, speaking of Goodfellas. It's a good fucking movie. Nah, all right, what game are we on? All right, well, we did them all, so it's on you now. Florida against Vanderbilt, minus 28. Oh, Florida by 35. All right. Uh, Michigan State at home to yeah. Illinois. Michigan State's an 11.5-point favorite. Uh, Michigan State by 8. God, you make this difficult. And then uh, Notre Dame at Duke, 7-point favorite for Notre Dame. Notre Dame at Duke, 7-point. Yeah. Nah, Notre Dame, uh, 15. All right, and then Baylor minus one at TCU. TCU by seven. So TCU wins. Okay, yeah, that's TCU. all we need. All right, so college, we're out of the way. Uh, just to give a quick updated standings on this, the college, again, a couple games still behind. Cody Bryant, 13 and 15. Parrott Nelson, 34 and 27. I'm at 54, 48 and 2. Bear, 56, 46 and 2. Dub, 59, 43 and 2. So we'll see how the week goes. And now we lost Cody Bryant. Where are you going, man? Where's the trash can? Dude, I said throw it in the bathroom because there's one that opens up next to. If you go to the bathroom. You can't disrespect another man's house like that. Yeah, I don't want you to throw my trash in the kitchen. No, there's, one that open, there's one that opens and closes in the bathroom. You can see it right next to the sink. Just throw that diaper in there. And we are, uh, obviously, there's a couple parents on this show, me and uh, Cody Bryant. So sometimes you got to deal with these things. I wouldn't know about that. I have to clean my own diaper. Yeah, <laughs> you got to clean your own diaper. Yeah. All right, so we are ready for Jeremy. I'm letting him know we are ready. So Stat Jeremy is ready. We are ready. Barry, Barry are you back in Ohio yet? Yeah, so actually I have been sitting in my truck for the last five minutes, so I'm going to put the phone on mute and run into the house really fast. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll still be on speaker here. I'm just going to be shuffling around. So No, you're I'm good. Gonna... You're, you're good. I'll, I'll get you last for the, uh, for the question. All right, number one question. Looking at the all-time NBA rebounding list, the highest current player on the list is number 14. Who is it? Wait, what? Oh, the highest current player on the list is number 14. Who is it? He's played on five-plus teams during his career. Five-plus teams during his career. So you can type this down. We'll see what happens. Rebounds. Yes. That's a, uh, that's a good question. Five NBA teams. Who is it? Where is he? Who's he play for? I think uh, isn't isn't who's number one? Wilt. Uh, I think it might. I, I don't think it's Wilt. I think he is number uh, one by quite a bit. I Think it might be. Uh, it's either Wilt or maybe Moses Malone. I think. Beer money. Oh, I see what you got. I got gotcha. you. That's actually my answer too. Really? Yes. Uh, so let me type this in. Parrot and Gray. That makes me feel intelligent that I had somewhat of the same answer as you. Actually, it's that's fine. <laughs> Cody Bryant, what do you got? Or you can just show me if oh, you have it written down. That's, I just sent it to you. But oh, did you? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got it. Okay, so we're all the same. Bear, what do you got, buddy? Uh, you said current rebound, and you guys are all the same? We're all the same. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> 
Don't mess this uh, up. Oh, I, I am going to mess it up because I'm drawing a blank. I didn't even predict that one coming. Shit. Uh, I'm just going to say Al Horford. Okay. Um, we all have Dwight Howard because he's played on five NBA teams and obviously he's a rebounding machine. I don't know what's going on with little Cody Bryant over here. He's racing yeah, some he's fast racing the car. furious cars. Yeah. Here we go. So you got the points? Yes, sir. Dwight is right. So give everybody a point. Sorry, Bear. Bear. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm going to be out of these questions. So. No, you're good, buddy. Um, we've got an updated points total, by the way. Yeah, so uh, Cody Bryant has an even 5, 10, 15, 20. Gray has 19. Nice. Bear has 11. And Parrot, myself, has 6 now. Parrot, 6. Okay, next question. Roberto Perez and Francisco Lindor won gold gloves this season. The first time a pair of Indians have won in the same season since 2001. Who were the two players that won gold gloves that year for the Indians? Must get both for the point. Hint, both were infielders. Wow, 2001? Yeah. Shit. I think I know one right off the bat. I just got to think of the other. Cody, um, Parrot, and Bear. So Bear will obviously come to you last. Oh, 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 oh. I have absolutely no clue on this, but here's my answer. Where are you at? Up. <laughs> oh my god, I want to punch you in the face. Can you please tell me what it is? Because I'm pretty sure I have the correct answer, but I gotta hear what Parrot put down. He put Yogi Bear, not Yogi Berra. <laughs> And Stat Johnson. No, Stat Jordan. Stat Jordan. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> You're welcome, Bear. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I'm, gonna, Dude, I'm was, not even going to type that in. I'm just going to tell Jeremy, listen on the show for this. I was five years old. I have no idea. Uh, Cody? Uh, I'm going to take a guess. I would say uh, Azrubal Cabrera and uh what kipness <laughs> no okay uh, never mind. in 2001 no yeah wasn't he there in 2001 no oh shit i don't know i'm not an indians fan i've i've got omar and jim tomey bear uh good one gary i i you may be right with that but i'm gonna go with the one that i i pretty positive uh i probably could be wrong certainly omar viscal at shortstop absolutely Elmar at second base robbie oh gosh i forgot about it hey, that's a great 2001 one. Were they? Oh yeah. Uh, that's a, I forgot about Roberto. I, just, I, was I knew gonna, Tommy. I was gonna say that, but by two thousand one, I thought they were all gone. I thought they the broke them reason, all up. The only reason why I didn't think Tommy is because he DH'd a lot too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, damn it! I didn't DH. think about it. even in 01 he did. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. All right, Stad Jeremy, where you at? So, it could be Sandy Alomar. He was a catcher too, but if he said right. infielders. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Bear is correct. Nice one. And he said Roberto Alomar is the greatest second baseman to ever play. Roberto Alomar is one of my favorite second basemen. I mean, granted, I'm an Indians fan, but yeah, definitely one of my favorites. You know he's going to lose that out to Glaber Torres, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> in time. Glaber's only 22 years old, man. He's a stud. All right, Tell Jeremy, thank you for finally giving me an easy question. <laughs> Jeremy Bear says, thank you for the easy one. The easy one. All right. Easy one. Damn it. All right. Last one. So far during the decade beginning 2010, all the way up to this very day, we all know the Patriots have the most wins and the Browns have the most losses. But which team has the second largest number of regular season victories? And which team has the second most regular season losses? One point for each. Damn. Since tw- Damn. Since yeah, this decade. Okay. Damn. All right, so Gary, I'll put mine in. That's a tough one. Hey, we're getting we're getting words out of Cody, little Cody. Uh, I was gonna say, you're little Cody there. He's counting out counting out the records. All right. Uh, did you write yours down yet, uh, Parrot? I need one more second here. Cody, did you text me? No, I'm just gonna guess. Uh, Barry, you got yours? I think so. All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we got from the parrot. Okay, solid. I thought that your second one, but I was like, I feel like they've won some games, though. I know they had the bad year. They have recently, but they have. I'm going to go Packers and... Packers was also my answer for best. I'm going to go Packers and Browns. He already, you can't pick Browns. They have the most losses. Oh, they have the most losses? Oh, yeah. well, then Dolphins. That was also mine. So nice. <laughs> uh, Parrot had Steelers and Lions. Bear? Yeah, my this is a tough one um, because I was in between the Packers and the Steelers and Saints. So I'm going to take the Saints okay. as the second most wins. For, and for losses, I, I think you guys are a little bit off on that. You got, Miami had a lot of seven to nine years. Um, the Lions are a very good one. Um, but I, for losses, I'm going to go with the... Sorry, the kid's playing. It's hilarious. What's he doing? <laughs> he's playing with, a, he's playing with uh, Brian's car from Fast and Furious. I'm so embarrassed right now. I like it. Um, okay, so sorry. So, so for second second most losses, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. That's a good one. I'm just laughing at this kid, man. Oh god, this is fantastic. <laughs> Kid's gonna kid. Oh, here we go. Steelers in wins. So one point for you, Parrot. Jacksonville in losses. Uh, never thought. Packers and Seahawks tied for third, two games back. Damn. All right. So that was a that was a fun one. You know, I was saying about this next year since there are technically five of us on the show, and uh, I'm gonna make rules now. So next year, your your picks can count on NFL. But, Parrot, you can't make these dumbass Bengals picks and these stupid picks to go against us. You actually have to go with the flow. 
Well, yeah, obviously. I just I do my own thing because they don't count. Yeah, this is true. Like, obviously, I'm going to pick the worst team in the NFL because they're my team because it doesn't count. Well, you haven't picked them in a while, and I wouldn't for a while. Well, I'm, I told you like three weeks ago I'm done picking them for the year. They're that bad, and I, I'm over it. Well, you got a new quarterback now, Ryan Finley, man. You never know. He's an NC State boy, isn't he? Yes, he is. So we'll see. So as we get into the NFL, um, I see Jeremy's typing. He said, see you for wrestling. By the way, Zach Taylor of the Bengals should be charged with manslaughter for throwing that young QB to the Wolves this coming Sunday. I disagree with you guys on Dalton. He's middle-of-the-road QB who right now would be better than at least 10 to 15 other QBs in the league. Sorry, Jeremy. He's trash. He may be better than, like, five. I wouldn't even say five. Maybe three. Yeah. So on a good day, and on, they all say they all play on the same team, right? On to NFL. Let's get this going, uh, Barry. You'll have to. I'll take a picture of this for you, um, unless you got your computer up. Um, I I'm logged in. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm here. I'm sitting down. I turned on AEW. I have oh shit AEW. First thing I went to was the uh, pod because I know that that's what we're tuned to, so I can give you an updated standings here. Our, um, yeah, I got it too. Uh, I know n- nothing but Ned is ahead. She got yeah, one better than one. us. Yep, by one. Uh, 91 total. We're at 90. Ex-wife is at 87. Pod dad at 85. This might be Elise at 82. Whole pack of Badgers at 81. Justin on the Twitter at 79. And Jeremy at 63. He missed I that heard. week. He said he's out of it. But. Yeah. Uh, it's on TNT. It's in alphabetical order. Keep going back. Right. Or go the other way. It doesn't matter at this point which way you go. You're in the A's. Now you're in the U's. Now you're in the T's. Here we go. TNT, AEW, Dynamite. All right. So let's get into the picks. Uh, first game, Chargers at Raiders. Raiders. Let's get uh, – I want to get the uh, other guys here first because when it comes down to me, Bear, and Brandon, that's when they, it counts right now. So Parrot, Chargers at Raiders. I'm going to have to go with the good old Raiders on this one. The Chargers looked awful last but week. But the ch- they looked awful last week. They beat the Packers last week. Oh, wait, no, they're right. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, they look terrible. I, no, I, I'm in the wrong week right now. Yeah, you're right. And you're going to be picking next year. You better do some damn studying. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going with Raiders. Raiders, all right, Cody. Yep, I'm going to take the Raiders. All right, Dub took the Raiders. Bear. I'm taking the Raiders. That'll make it easy for you, Gary. Yep, Raiders. Um, next, Ravens at Bengals. I think we all know what our picks are here, so I'm not even going to ask. Uh, yeah. Bills at Browns. Parrot? I'm going to pick the Browns. Okay. Cody? Uh, I'm going to take the Bills. They actually look halfway decent this year. I'm surprised, but yeah, I'm taking the Bills. All right, and uh, Bear, I will tell you, Dub took the Browns, and I'm taking the Bills. Uh, the Browns are favored, BTW. That's by the way, for those who don't know. How? I don't know. I'm going Bills. All right, and um, Bills. Lions at Bears. Parrot Nelson. I'm going to have to go with the Lions on this one. Cody Bryant. So Lions and Bears? Yep. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Lions. The Bears look horrible. They, I've seen something today. Uh, Trubisky's, like, turning TVs off at the uh, practice facility because, they're you know, everybody's in Chicago talking shit about them. All right. Uh, Bear? 
Lions. Of course they did. Um, I'm going with the Bears at home. They gotta win one. You know, and I went back and forth, but I also feel that the Bears take this. They have to win. They're it's they have to. They're at the must win point, and they're at home. Give me the Bears as well. Giants and Jets. Parrot. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going with the Giants on this one. Cody? So Giants and... Jets. They're playing at their same home field. They play at the same damn field. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. They they need to put a running clock on this game. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to take the Giants if Barkley's playing. He'll play. All right, yep, yeah, I'm taking the Giants. Dub took the Giants. Bear. Uh, yeah, well, Barkley's playing. Ingram's out, though, which is a little bit disappointing. i got to change my fantasy lineups, but I'm going to go with the Giants here, though. The Jets are the Jets. Are- Same here. Uh, Chiefs at Titans. Chiefs coming off that big win against Minnesota. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Chefs over the Titans. Chefs here. Chefs. Chefs for Brandon. Yeah, it's Chiefs. Mahomes should be back this week. Give me the Chiefs. Cardinals at Bucks. Uh, Cody? Or Parrot? Give me the Cardinals. Cardinal. Cody. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals. Uh can't really trust him. Dub man. took the Bucks. I'm going Cardinals on the road. I'm going Cardinals as well. Now they got Kenyon Drake who I sat on my bench, who I had in at first, and then I put him on the bench. Wouldn't have made a difference, I still would have lost. But Cardinal as well. Falcons at Saints. Do we need to even ask this one? No. <laughs> no. No. Alright. Dolphins at Colts. 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 Dolphins coming off that win, but we're taking the Colts. Just lost to the Steelers. Even even without Brissett, give me the Colts. Brian Hoyer should do some work. All right. Uh, Rams at Steelers. Steelers coming off that win against the Colts. Going with the Rams. Yeah, Rams. Rams. Rams all the way across the board. Panthers at Packers. This is actually an intriguing matchup, but it's at Green Bay. Going with going with Rodgers and the pack right there. They're playing who now? Panthers. Panthers. We know that uh, Cam Newton is done for the year. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going Packers. Packers here. Packers for Dub. Cam Newton will not. He, he won't be a Panther either. Yeah, give me, give me the Packers here. He's done. All right, Sunday Night Football. Vikings at Cowboys. Parrot. Uh, give, me, give me the Cowboys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this little Cowboys train. All right, Cody. <laughs> Cowboys, they're above 500, right? Yeah, there are five and three. All right, yep, Cowboys. Kirk Cousins can't beat anybody over 500. Bear? Yeah, no Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins struggles. They're on the road. The defense looked good against the Giants, getting a lot of pressure. If they do that to Cousins, they're going to be in trouble. they got to stop Dalvin Cook. Um, it's going to be an interesting game. They did play sloppy against the Giants, but coming off the bye, they always start slow. I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. I think Dallas is going to win 27-21. Brandon took the Vikings. I am taking the Cowboys. And Monday night, this is going to be a great matchup. Seahawks at 49ers. Your potential MVP in Russell Wilson had a big victory in overtime. He's got 22 touchdowns this year, one interception. Had's a very good year going, but he's coming up against the D he hasn't seen. Yeah, since it's in at the at 49ers, I'm gonna go with them at home. I think 
that defense is really good. I think that home crowd, I think I think that gives them that edge. You should have given him Toretto's car instead of Brian. Brian's at least, you know, Toretto's alive. Jesus. <laughs> um, the, uh, what do you got, Cody? Seahawks at Niners. <laughs> Cody's laughing too much. All right, I'll um, tell you, Bear, that you know I'm going to take the Niners. All right. Brandon's got the Seahawks. I've got, uh, the Ni- yeah. I've got the Niners. Yeah, I'm also going Niners. Um, if this was in Seattle, I'd probably take the Seahawks, but the Seahawks' defense isn't that good. They've gotten lucky in three of their wins. Um, I think the Niners I, – I think Russell will throw two interceptions in this game, by the way. Barry, you and I have the same exact picks this week, so that is our lineup this week. Do you want me to run through them really fast for you? Go ahead. You want me to run through the pod, just be quick? Yep, I mean, it's whatever you and I pick. It's the same. It's going to be the pod, too, but go ahead. All right, so we got Raiders, Saints, Bills, Bears, Ravens, Chiefs, Giants, Cardinals, Colts, Packers, Rams, Cowboys, Niners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Need a uh, tiebreaker, Gary. Oh, uh, 49ers against C. Niners and Seahawks. I'm going to go 24 to 17. I like it. And Cody says, nice. <laughs> so, all right, we're getting down to the uh, nitty gritty here. Uh, sports movie discussion. So, I have one here for us, and I put it up on the board. Barry, you can't see it. Little Big League. If we're Little Big League is no, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. We have Billy Haywood, old Billy Haywood. It becomes the manager of the Minnesota Twins, and is uh, what the first baseman. What the hell was his name? But he started dating his mom, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's like the star player, kind of in the twilight of his career. Yeah. Oh, Luke Collins. That's what it was. Number four, Luke Collins, first base. And uh, turns the Twins around, gets them there. Um, they they play, what is it, Seattle to get to the playoffs? Yep. Yeah, Seattle. And uh, wasn't it the wild card game or something? Yeah, and Randy Johnson is pitching, throws a ball to Lou Collins. You know, he basically tells him to hit the ball, hit a homer. And he's like, okay. You know, he's not a home run hitter. Hits it to center field and out of nowhere comes Ken Griffey Jr., Robs a home run, ends the season. Um, Billy tells the players, you know, he steps down at the end, and pitching coach Mac McNally takes his place, bringing in Jerry Johnson to coach third base, who was one of the players who, you know, couldn't play during the year, a new hitting instructor. And they object to losing Billy, but he reminds the team that he, he will still be present as the owner because he owns the team, and uh, he might come back as manager if junior high doesn't work out. So. Uh, none of the fans have left. Billy, along with the rest of the team, goes out there to the standing ovation. Does you know tips or caps? Does that whole thing? Good movie. Um, do you think that that could ever legitimately happen? You get a young kid as an owner and manager. Let's say eighteen years old, not twelve. Uh, maybe. I mean, there you got. Th- well, I don't know. Maybe in ba- I don't think in baseball, but you can definitely see it in uh, the NFL. He, and the stuff that I'm seeing right now, I just want to uh, hide myself. Yeah, so just bear to give you a play-by-play. You know, you're finally hearing Cody come out of his shell. Uh, we've, he put the basketball hoop trash can on the chair, and he's going to play some basketball. <laughs> Maybe. I like it. Maybe. Maybe. Got him. What's up, Cody? You having fun? No, he's walking away now. Yeah. He's scared. That white guy's scaring him. And <laughs> <He's> the, <scared. laughs> so, um, 
But MLB personalities that were in this movie, so Wally Joyner, Alex Fernandez, Carlos Baerga, uh, Sandy Alomar Jr., Pudge, Mickey Tettleton, Lou Pinella, Paul O'Neill, Rafael Palmero, Dean Palmer, Tim Raines, Chris Berman, you know, Lenny Webster, a lot of guys in here. Wasn't, uh, was it, uh, was it Leroy Bull Durham money in that movie? Or what, am I thinking uh, Rookie of the Year? Yeah, Leon Bull Durham. Leon. Leon Alexander. Yeah, played for the Mud Hands. Leon Bull Durham, Leon Alexander. So, um, a lot of different, not many popular actors in this movie. I mean, besides John Ashton, as you know, he was Mac Manelli. If you remember John Ashton, he was one of the cops in Beverly Hills Cop movies. Yep. He was the fat white guy with, uh, he wasn't Judge Reinhold, you know, so the other guy, um, you know, he becomes a manager towards the end. Yes, what Cody, little Cody's saying. So, see what happens, man. You got to bring your kids, is what happens. We don't have any babysitters at the pod. The pod's for the kids, like Wu-Tang. (laughs) Wu-Tang. I like it. Uh, So, Anthony Wayne football. Anthony Wayne finished 10-0 this year in football. Um, They finally gave up points in the NLL. They gave up seven, but they pissed them off, so they won 56-7. They are playing Olentangy Berlin this week. This is Olentangy Berlin's second year as a football program. They were 1-9 last year, 6-4 this year. And uh, Anthony Wayne has got a home game. If they win, you know they're gonna they'll play a, another team. Well, I'm gonna miss the next two weeks regardless. I think Bear said the same. And uh, but if they come back, and uh, Cody, you're gonna have to come with us too. So we're talking if they keep winning the next two games, potentially setting up a regional final of Central Catholic and Anthony Wayne on November 22nd. Nice. So nice. we I think. Uh, Parrot and I have talked about we're going regardless because he's with me the next two. We got the Red Wings game this week. We've got uh, uh, good old Garth Brooks the following week. Um, he's still touring. Oh yeah, he's doing stadium tours now, man. It's it's humongous. We've got eighty eighty one thousand. I think we're gonna have at this show. Eighty one to eighty five. Um, it's a good time. Uh, hopefully Anthony Wayne keeps winning. Want to see them? They've just been crushing people. They gave up forty one points all year. Four that's four points uh, a game. Uh, four point one to be exact. Uh, another fact here: the JV team was seven and zero this year, and the freshman team was nine and zero. Really? So between Damn. all three programs, undefeated, twenty six and zero. That's incredible! Wow. I didn't realize that. Yes, and then uh, the boys' soccer team lost in regionals. The girls' soccer team is in the state championship on Saturday. They just won one to nothing. So a lot of good things going on this year. Uh, the class twenty twenty. They're doing great. Um, you know, good luck to the girls' soccer team this Saturday in Columbus. Uh, we hope they bring back a state title. The only state title we have is in girls' softball. Well, besides think, the 10 or 15 cheerleading state championships we have, which don't count. I thought uh, cross-country or something was in uh, states, too. Oh, yeah, they're in states as well. But uh, I would love to see more state championships. I, I'm hoping. It's going to be a lot of work. But Anthony Wayne, this this uh, coach has gotten us to the Final Four. His first year, they were 7-3. They lost to LaSalle in the Final Four. Uh, the next year, they went to oh, the second. That game? Right. Next year, they went to the first round and lost, I believe. And last year, they lost in the second round. So this year, they got to do it. They got to play. They got a tough team. They got a good defense. A lot of lot of uh, seasoned vets, so to speak. Nine seniors and two juniors on that defense. Uh, Mason Albert's playing great at quarterback. He wasn't even the starting quarterback this year. He's one of their athletes. He was a receiver. And when the quarterback got hurt out for the year, Mason went in. And nobody, if you watch his highlights, nobody can touch that kid. And uh, I think UT, he's got some D3 and D2 scholarship offers. Uh, D1, I know UT offered him like a preferred walk-on. So 
we'll see what he does, what he wants to do. Tell um, UT to cash him out. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with Anthony Wayne. Good luck to them. Um, a few things I wanted to cover in our final thoughts. So uh, Matthew Judon, I think that's his name for the Ravens. Did you all see what he said on Sunday night? Mm-mm. Bear, did you see? Yeah, Bear knows. Body by Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, so instead of saying his college or high school, he said body built by Taco Bell. Nice. That's me or Bear. Yeah, that is Bear. Oh, by the way, we haven't done it, so we're going to have to do it when we get Shib back on the pod. We had talked about we're going to do a uh, taco soft taco eating contest on the show, which is going to be fun. Taco Bell soft, soft taco eating contest. I know good old Cody Bryant can throw back some tacos, right? Hey, I'll do what I can. Well, man. you're stuck with one taco, but the uh, <laughs> we can get you some more if we have to in the it, future. It might take an hour or three, but I'll put back some tacos. Yeah, it may take you 17 hours. Jesus. So um, not much more has has gone on uh, in my whole screenshots thing. We've got some other things coming for the wrestling show. Uh, we already talked about that UFC's doctor's statement. And um, we've got some stuff for wrestling. But did you guys see, why did Baker Mayfield show up with a beard, shaved it so he had a Fu Manchu, and then shaved it again after the game so he just had the mustache? What's up with that? He felt dangerous. He's a tool. And he looked like, yeah. if, if you look at it, he uh, the funniest meme I saw is uh, Baker Mayfield looks like somebody who finished fourth place in a Gardner Minchu lookalike contest. Uh, yeah, i seen that one. So... And then, uh, did you see the one that said uh, Baker Mayfield looks like uh, the dad that picks his kids up every other Saturday? Oh, God. <laughs> That's awful. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Jesus. That is that is just terrible. I can't even. Awful. I can't even. I don't even have anything to say to that. All right. So, let's go on to On This Day. So, 1981, Larry Holmes, TKOs, Ronaldo Snipes. Uh, in 11 for the heavyweight boxing title. 93, Evander Holyfield beat Riddick Bow in 12 rounds. Um, not much happened earlier because, you know, we're in this time that's different. I know in 34, the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Cincinnati Reds 64 to nothing in football. Um, 1976, Twins relief ace Billy Bill Campbell, excuse me, first free agent to sign with a new team, joining the Red Sox for a million dollars over four years. 1990 Braves David Justice wins NL Rookie of the Year. Uh, 1994 25th New York City Marathon won by German Silva in two hours and 11 minutes. Now we've got people that are actually under two hours, which is incredible to me. That is that's absolutely crazy. All right, let's get to some birthdays. James Naismith. Hey, hey, hold on a second. Hold on, I got one more for you. Okay. Uh. 19, or I'm sorry, 1869, <laughs> Rutgers and Princeton faced off in the first college football game ever, 150 years ago today, by the way. Oh, I saw that. Rutgers won 6-4. to four. Yep. Play- 18, November 6, 1869, Rutgers got the first ever win in college football, and next week they may lose by 100 to Ohio <laughs> State. Congratulations. Right. That's that's actually a good stat. I overlooked that one. Great one until I went back. So happy birthday, James Naismith. Born in 1861. And Parrot, who is James Naismith? He was a... He doesn't know. Football player? He invented basketball. Damn it. And the football helmet. <laughs> Sounds close. Close enough. 
Uh, gosh, you oh. just make me sick. So Baker Mayfield looks like Gardner Minshew just with three kids and an office job. <laughs> oh, I really like that. Did you see the side-by-side they had of him and uh, Stan's dad? Yeah. Crazy. Um, so other birthdays, Pat Tillman. I think we all remember Pat Tillman. Uh, uh-huh. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Pat Tillman. Uh, he played for the Cardinals, correct? Yeah. Yep. He was a U.S. Army Ranger, and he, he passed away in 2004. Yep. Um, you know, may he rest in peace. I know he was big for the NFL. He chose to, he could have had a pro, good pro career, chose to fight for yeah, his country. He was a decent guy. It's, it's sad how the NFL used him, though. Yes. And uh, they, they used him to get into the whole uh, the paid patriotism thing. Right. And then happy 40th birthday to Lamar Odom. Who thought he'd make it this far? No shit. So he survived the Kardashian curse. Yes, he did. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Apparently he's going to sweep my floor. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, 419-704-5471. Services to the surrounding area and not Greenland. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at BNC, Steve at Savage and Associates, and of course, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Cellular Bear, out. (laughs) Good night. Cody Jr., no!